0: happy saturday buddy happy saturday to you nice to be back it is sorry about having a break folks
1: yeah, that's the way we roll here and all about home construction
0: it's okay and uh i'd like to thank everybody for last saturday night
1: oh yeah how was that My
0: name is uh excellent good you know being that we canceled it on a friday right you know i had to had a mur- had to leave out of town on a mercy and boy, that's a fast trip. Leave out on Friday morning, leave back coming back home Saturday, and do a meal. And uh, we did forty-two fish plates.
1: Nice, forty-two plates.
0: Yeah, and that was uh, the first time that I had ever used a English recipe.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, for the fish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, I remember you said that.
0: And uh, we even went. We even went back into the seventies and eighties and used the uh oil during that time period to do this meal.
1: Tallow, beef tallow.
0: Yeah, beef tallow was nice. and lard and I I refuse to use any kind of oil but peanut oil. At least peanut oil will give you some flavor.
1: Yeah.
0: And to give you an idea, you can tell about soybean oil. Uh we went to an Irish restaurant and they didn't have anything but corned beef and cabbage. So we got an order of fries and they were so tasteless. You couldn't put enough salt on them to get flavor out of them because it's cooked in soybean oil. Right. And I threw one down there and a little uh, spare was underneath my feet and it pecked and pecked and it finally said, huh uh, that's nasty. And it flew off and left it. So I guess the ants got it. And, uh, uh but thank y'all. Uh, the community i thank the community for the support for the vfw
1: yeah no that's great uh great turnout especially like we said on a a weird like uh, change of dates at the last minute and um so yeah so definitely one of those like uh great job community for coming together
0: yep and our last breakfast we had last month was awesome we actually sold out everything we had, and coming this coming Saturday we'll have another breakfast. That's cool. First Saturday of every month, and uh, come out and join us. We're trying to improve, you know. We, hey, think about these guys. They're a bunch of tater peelers, you know. Yep. Grunts and stuff. That's
1: it. That's it. So, uh, well, it's funny you you, you mentioned that about um, uh, about peanut oil because that made me think about the. Uh, canola
0: that we use all the time you know. yeah well you know uh i've been doing more reading about you know we all grew up eating believe it or not uh when you eat a french fry back in the 70s and 80s it was a lot of beef tallow. yeah okay and it did have lard in it but the least amount of it was uh vegetable oil. and then you know mcdonald's went through that big fit in the mid 80s mm-hmm. about unhealthy food and you know Whole people was getting hardened in the arteries and stuff like that, and uh, now they've reversed course and they're saying that meat byproducts is better to cook with than vegetable oils because of the additives additives that they're putting in it. Yeah. And uh, yeah. boy, I'll tell you one thing: uh, cooking with that type of oil, your food is more fluffy.
1: Oh yeah, I mean it makes a huge difference. And, but what I was thinking about is is um, you know this uh canola oil was uh from rapeseed you know uh-huh. was used in ancient times it was like a, a for cooking but also for like lamp you know lighting lamps. Lot, and yeah stuff. and heat but you know what they used it for in, in terms of uh you know the industrial age you know what they used it for the most Uh-uh. steam engines for greasing it lubricated steam engines yeah oh pretty good and, and in fact it almost ended up not like I don't know if extinct steam Quite extinct, but I mean, basically, it almost uh, disappeared as a crop in the 50s because everything was started being diesel instead of steam.
0: Hmm, did not realize that.
1: And I think it was, I wanted to say it was Canada, don't hold me to that part, Uh, but somewhere like Canada or or the northern uh, U.S. where they were growing it, they all kind of got together. And uh, I mean, that's why we buy canola to to cook with.
0: Well, the only thing I can tell you about soybean oil is good biofuel. Because I won't cook with it. I'm with you. I'm with
1: you. I don't know. You're you're not an olive oil kind of
0: guy. No, believe it or not, they say that uh, even olive oil is uh, not a very good oil to cook with. And I know everybody's going to go, oh, my God, I cook with olive oil. But uh, they actually say that the olive oil that comes out of Brazil, Mm -hmm. Latin America, is a little better because they'll uh, still produce pure olive oil, where a lot of olive oil coming out of Italy and Greece are mixtures are not pure 100% olive oil. I didn't know that. So, <laughs> uh, you might laugh about this, but last year they called a mafia leader and they put him in jail for olive oil. Really? Yeah. Uh, he wasn't sending pure olive oil to Break, the United States.
1: Breaking the rules.
0: I wonder why. There we
1: go. Well, I don't know how we got on.
0: Well, and another thing about food today. (laughs) Today is Vietnam Day. That's right. Uh, Actually, Vietnam Day is on the 29th. Because it's during the week at 2 o'clock at the VFW, we're going to have Vietnam Veteran Day.
1: That's awesome.
0: And uh, they're going to have some barbecue sliders. So if anybody wants to show up, it doesn't cost anything. And uh, hey, it's all about them guys. Yeah, and, That's awesome. And uh, guys includes women too now. Yeah. You know, everybody that's in the military.
1: That's awesome. Well, cool. Two o'clock today. That's yep. great. That's great. Well, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we take our break? And then that way we can come right back into All About Home Construction. Sound good? Yeah. Let's do it. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. That's right, all about home construction here on WAT And again, thanks to all of our listeners out there. Give us a call, 828-262-1567. We'd love to put you right on the air and uh, talk about your stuff. But a little all about home construction for you. And, uh, well, Randy, I mean, I guess I guess we were talking about food. I guess that's not too far off from today's topic. But we're not a food cooking show, but
0: still, no, it's, no. Uh,
1: we, we are a, a home construction show. So,
0: here we are. Well, you know, I have to thank everybody every time I do a dinner. So,
1: Hey, I think it's great, and uh, I do appreciate everybody coming out.
0: And I do meet somebody different every time. And, Love it. You know, the highlight of life is the smile. That's it.
1: That's it.
0: But now, our topic.
1: Our topic is, drum roll.
0: Energy efficient kitchen appliances. Kitchen
1: appliances.
0: There we go. So, and you know. One thing that they do recommend is appliances change so fast,
1: uh-huh.
0: and I don't know if it's a sales pitch or not, but they want you to change your appliances every five years so it keeps up. Right.
1: Well, yeah, and and I get that because technology has changed. However, um, you know, we all know that the the fridges, I mean the freezers from the you know the forties and fifties and sixties and seventies were meant to last.
0: Oh, yeah. Matter of fact, remember the uh, the refrigerator with the coil on top? Yeah. It went out of business because it never broke down. Yeah. And a lot of appliance companies depend on parts to keep them going. Yep. And, you know, we grew up, durable goods had a five-year life lifespan. Right. And uh, now they say a durable goods only has a one-year lifespan. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, General Electric just sold off their appliance division to china right even though china was probably making them all already sure but they did sell them sell it off so look at what your appliance is and what country makes it
1: yep yep well you know it, it's interesting you said that about the refrigerators and uh you know that 1900s the early 1900s we still had ice boxes you know we yep. didn't really have fr- what we would call refrigerators um but it was in the teens and twenties that we had those, like you were mentioning, with the coals on top, um, and then things kind of graduated to the to, in the thirties and forties to more of a, a you know more, more of what we would think of today as a refrigerator with a with a freezer and, and you know refrigerator kind of combo. And uh, frigid airs came out in the fifties and sixties, um, you know. But really, the the sixties is when we have at least what would look like today's refrigerators in terms of you know the the with the shapes and the doors and, the, and that kind of thing, the way the technology works into it, um, you know. But but then, I mean, but it, it keeps evolving, you know. I mean, oh yeah. The 2000s, you start getting some some digital you know stuff into it, and uh, the, then the 2010s, you know, you got uh, some with with LCD panels on them, and, and who knows, you know.
0: Oh, golly, Bluetooth. Yeah. You know, it's totally amazing what they, they carry. And, you know, I don't know about the appliance side of it, but, you know, like the computer side of it, you know, once once you plug it, it goes to your little power box there. You right. know, your computer's all DC. It's right. not AC. Yep. And,
1: Makes you wonder if we could go back in time, knowing what we know now, if um, the AC-DC war would have turned out different.
0: Well, it could have been, but we still have the same problem with D.C. running.
1: you got to get it to the house. That's right. That's fair.
0: And, you know, they would have to put a power plant ever thousand yards apart, right. you know, for D.C. to, because it loses, you know, loses its electricity. Yeah, that's fair. And D.C. will not run through solid copper wire. Right. It's got to be strand wire.
1: Okay. Well, there you go. Maybe, maybe they wouldn't win. I don't know. Just, it just
0: it just makes me make you wonder though. It's, well, it just DC was the first power. Yeah. You know, but uh, then AC Tesla. You know, just think about Tesla how smart he was, that we're still using stuff he invented in the early nineteen hundreds. Yeah, a
1: yeah. hundred years later, and uh, just yeah, no, you're you're it, that's it's. And cool.
0: I think the biggest advancement. That we've done over the years, it'd be brushless motors,
1: mm-hmm. and uh yeah, no, I, 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 I would see you're right on that. You no, know, it's uh, but that goes more towards the energy efficiency, right?
0: Chris, yes, it does. You know, everything, everything in history, everything is more energy efficient, supposed to be. You know, you today you still the number one user of energy in your house is your refrigerator. Right. You know, the old uh, TV tube-type TVs used to use as much energy as your refrigerator mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. But you take, excuse me, that 54-inch flat-screen TV I have now only takes two watts of energy to run it. Right. And, uh, you know, when I was doing my aquaphonic system, and, uh, I sat down and was doing the math. Yeah. My whole system only used 100 watts a day. Isn't that crazy? You know, and that was because of LEDs. The the, the pumps, as I for it, were DC pumps because they, you know, plug in AC, but then they did it, and I put everything on timers. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the, that's the key, right, is, is I mean, it, mm, as technology improves, that is the goal, right? Is to make it more efficient. Period. You know, Correct. Because you want to make it better than the last model. I mean, otherwise, why would you make the new model? Um, and, and you see that a lot with the, you know, with kitchen appliances and household appliances, and with their washing and dryers in here too. With, with this is that you know, it's it's more. It saves water. It uses less. Um, and and you know, it uses less power. And then on the efficiency side of of users, you know, and it's quicker sometimes or it cleans better. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's that's why that's why you upgrade.
0: Yeah, well, it saves you money. But it's saying here if you buy an Energy Star certificate refrigerator, you can reduce your carbon footprint by eighty two hundred pounds over five years. Mm. But now, that depends on your refrigerator because a top-load freezer or bottom-load freezer is more energy-efficient than a French door freezer. Right. You know, and well, I, I don't know what I don't know why.
1: I, I mean, I, I'm going out on a limb and, and, and imagine it, but I would suspect it because it's, it's, well, for one, air rises, you know, or, or hot air rises, cool air sinks. Yes. Um, which is why, you know, in, in terms of efficiency with just a, a freezer— Upright freezers versus chest freezers. You know, chest freezers are going to be a little more energy efficient than an upright freezer in, in, uh, you know, as a broad paintbrush kind of thing, right? Um, And and the reason being is cold air sinks. So I would imagine, and this is completely me just guessing on that, I would imagine because the the simple shape, the fact that, you know, you have a a cube shape now instead of a big, long uh, prism, you know, that... The air when you open that refriger when you open that side by side freezer door, you're losing all the air, surf you know because the whole surface is open. Correct. Whereas if you you do it in the, the top of the bottom and, it's and being frost free, they
0: have the fan running. Yeah. You know the whole time. So,
1: so I, yeah, that's that would make sense to me anyway.
0: Well, um, what they're saying about refrigerators is because you know refrigerator. Uh, is the biggest thing in your house that has greenhouse gases in it, or not? Or will contribute to greenhouse gases, okay. and that's the refrigerant.
1: That, I was going to say, do they still use Freon?
0: Uh, Freon's manufactured, yes, they do, but they've what? changed it. I don't know what it is now because, you know, back when they started with uh, refrigerations first started, they used ammonia as the coolant agent, right? Because pure ammonia will cool anything actually kills you and that's the reason they got away from that uh refrigerant 12 now here's one thing i never did understand you know they're saying refrigerant destroys the ozone but refrigerant 12 is heavier than air okay because when i took automotive you made sure nobody was underneath the car if you were charging an air conditioner because they did not know you know you could suffocate them and didn't realize it but then you turn around, and the boiling point R12 is 70 degrees. Mm-hmm. So the minute it comes out, it starts evaporating. Gotcha. Or right. Or you see it, a fog out of it, and that's it. It's boiling and dissipating.
1: So the EPA began for, uh, phasing out Freon in '92, and the ban itself took effect in 2020. Um, because of the long phasing starting in 2010, new air conditioning, heat pumps, and refrigeration systems stopped using Freon, which is also known as HCFC22 and R22. Um, now they're using something called Puron or R410A. R410A. That's what it's uh, technically known as. But it's Puron now.
0: Well, there you go. Something that's not as deadly.
1: Well, that, that's it, right? It doesn't doesn't affect the ozone layer as much. It's it's not as harmful to people. Um, it, this Freon, it was talking about how it, you know causes cancer. Um, so, there you go.
0: Hmm. Huh. Well, here's here's a new one coming out too. R four five four B.
1: I love how they have all these weird letters and names. But you know, it, when we're talking about refrigerators, you see a lot more. Um, uh, it's in terms of the design. You know, you're, you're starting to see those with with more refrigerators in the or freezer rather freezer parts in the bottom. Um, you know, whereas the, the traditional, when I grew up, everyone had you know the the traditional refrigerators, refrigerator on the bottom, freezer on top. You know, and it just. But now more and more, you're starting to see the, uh, the the freezer setups on the bottom instead of the top.
0: And, well, I guess that's probably because you got ice on one side. Well, that makes sense. And water. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. And, and and but that's another thing too. Is uh, you, it seems like, and then this is me just like walking through the uh, you know the big box stores and stuff. And, it's like there for a while, every refrigerator had a, an ice uh, maker and water dispenser on the on the front. Yep. And that's not really the case anymore. They're starting to, I mean, you know, it's not to say you you always had to have them before, but the, the trends to me seems to be shifting back to not. Well. Yeah. And I think part of that is anyone you ever know that has one in the door at some point is broke. Yep. Um, you know, <laughs> I like mean, like it seems like the ice doesn't work. Or well, that's because
0: most of the time when the water shuts off, the ice maker yeah. is still running and it cycles through and burns itself up. Yeah. But one thing they did recommend is don't take your refrigerator to the dump. Mm-hmm. If it's still working, donate it to an uh, older appliance company. Yeah. Or any of your appliances that are working, donate them because somebody else could use them that couldn't. Yeah, afford a a real sure. a big sure. expensive refrigerator or stove or anything.
1: Well, I, I I do I I'm with you on that and um, you know, space aside, you know you, you gotta have room for it. But but I'm a big proponent. Like if you could have two refrigerators, well, but I, I got a big family. I should I should back that up. But you know, for me, like,
0: well, you if, just need a walk-in cooler.
1: Yeah, I mean that's what I need. <clears throat> We got that little chest freezer, and it's it's not big enough.
0: <laughs> uh. It also says here, a uh, refrigerator 15 years or older used twice as much energy mm. as a refrigerator today. And you know that when we took our Energy Star class, you know, and, and they increased in R value. Mm-hmm. And this is before foam. And I was asking the question, are we building a refrigerator for our customers? because it has to, the densest R value of any product out there. Right. In the, in the walls and uh and th- there were some people not giving them a hard time cuz I believe in energy efficiency building that was trying to push the codes to R49 in a rafter system Well, you can't put R49 in a 2x12. So you uh, would have had to go to a, up, a TGI rafter system. Yeah. You know, to to compensate for that. But the only problem about a TGI is, you know, it's got a two by two on the bottom and it's like a truss. Mm-hmm. You can't create an energy efficient house with a truss system right. because you, your insulation is only 14 and a half inches wide and a TGI has an offset of a half inch on each side. So your insulation is not going to get over in it, it. Yeah.
1: I see what you're saying
0: and nice. then the, the other option is is go to foam which foam is expensive but you can also downsize all your framing members
1: right because it's so dense
0: yeah because if you get a, a 6.6 you can drop down to a two before wall Sweet. and then you have all these guys that tell you well you can't build a house with two befores well under the standard you can go five stories tall with two fours.
1: <laughs> that's pretty cool Cool. I, I mean, I, I like foam, uh, but the, the problem to me is the cost, you know.
0: Well, that's how you offset it. Right. With your framing members. Yeah,
1: with the two-by-fours. And no. Uh... Cool, cool. Well, uh, another big kitchen appliance we, we think of as kitchens, you know, dishwashers. Yep. You know, I, here's here's a little little rabbit hole for you. The first dishwasher was patented in 1850 not crazy made out of wood I made, so it's a wooden it's a wooden machine that used a hand-turned wheel that splashed water on dishes it you know it wasn't really a, a working washing or dishwasher yeah i mean you know in, in terms of like it didn't catch on it was it was very crude but it was the first dishwasher patent that we had so uh, i thought that was kind of cool pretty good yeah well we have a caller on the air good morning caller Good morning, Terry. I will back you up
2: just a second. All right. Uh, Do it. uh, I have a quiz for you.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Let's do it.
2: Uh, Mom has water in the door LG that keeps getting worked on and worked on and worked on, but not from that. Uh, Recommendation on the water filters. Uh, It's just her 90% of the time. Does she need to change that water filter out as much as what they're saying?
0: Depends on the uh how much aggregates is coming through your big filter on your house. City water. Oh, city. But you know what? I've also heard some complaints of city water having some aggregates in it.
2: Yeah. Real yeah. fine. Well, uh yeah, there there has been some. But uh it's a uh good grief. Neighborhood's been there a long time. Uh, But, okay, I was wondering if it was maybe a possibility of bacteria building up in it and uh, causing, you know, getting concentrated over time. Sure.
0: That could happen, too, because, you know, your filter is in the area. What's the setting of the refrigerator? Is it set at 42 degrees or is it set at 38? Uh, 36. 36? (laughs) Well, that shouldn't allow any bacteria to build up in that.
1: Yeah, I, I really think it's a matter. Of, I mean, mostly, you know, it's a matter of um, just that. I don't want to say debris because we drink clean water, but you know that that yeah. that buildup of minerals and that buildup of lead. You know, well, it depends on depends on the situation. You know, lead, chlorine, anything like that will will build up over time. Um, and so, obviously, if, if you know, and that's this is this is the same argument i have with septic systems right if i have i mean i've got four kids we run through a lot more water than, than like you said your mother would by herself you know um and so just just uh, to me anyway you know a filter in other words when they say six months on a filter. Uh, if I drink if I only use it once in six months then or so, once a day or once yeah you know what I'm saying like like if you only if you never use it then you're not gonna run through it whereas with me and my four kids well, you know we're gonna go through it and, and once a day for everybody's at least six times a day you know what I'm saying like so it's a it's a numbers game to me and so I, that's where I'm always like well, and I get why they say it's six months but it's almost like uh it should be a cycle time you know instead of an actual
0: cycle. well see I
1: never thought about it
0: too
1: well, kind of like if 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 the water flow slows
2: down, you know it's time to change it
0: yeah
1: yeah correct you know and, and, and again it depends i mean being on the city water like at least you don't have the hard minerals coming through and and you know that that scale is what builds up we'll talk about dishwashers in a minute but that, that scales what builds up on the dishwashers and, and makes them hard to clean um so yeah, i guess what i'm trying to say is you're, you're one step ahead because the water coming into the house has already been filtered somewhat uh you know and yes it has the chlorine added to it uh, i say chlorine i'm assuming it's still actual chlorine chlorine I don't, but probably, probably chlorine yeah. gas uh, but anyway my point being you know it's it, you're at least getting don't know on that though you, you're at least still getting clean water coming in if you will it's potable water. Yeah, That's but, you, it. but you know what I'm trying to say is is that, you know, whereas a well, especially around here, you know, wells has lots of minerals in them, um, whereas the, the, if you're on town water, it's less minerals. are You know, it's already been filtered through the mineral-wise, and so you're settled
2: out or filtered yeah. out.
1: Um, yeah. So you're filtering in an extra. It's almost like going through many filters instead of just the, the one filter, if you will. So I say that to say that the water filter on a, on a, on a a refrigerator should last you longer on town water than it would on a well. And the fact that you got one or two people drinking from it versus, you know, 10 people drinking from it will make Uh, it last longer. uh, And I guess I I just, that was a whole long way of talking around you, Bill. I'm
2: sorry. (laughs) It's all right. Uh, That was out of the blue. I know that's, that was just a curiosity question. That's one of those things that, uh, Things that make you go, hmm. Yeah. Well, Are we trying to sell you new ones? It's kind of like the uh, I've had a couple of appliance people that uh, deal in used appliances mm-hmm. say, don't buy anything with the touch buttons on it because <laughs> it will it will yeah. be replaced in five years.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, well, but again, more and more, it's because everything's electronic. Look at your cars. Your cars are no different. Um, you know, it used to be if you go back and you know, I mean, think about it. You can get a sixty model, sixties whatever model car now and a truck, and you, you could you could get it running again if you want to. Whereas uh, a modern vehicle goes out. There's it's all you know tracking down that sensor or that wire. Well, the good thing that's it. That's why. that's
2: the the old knob that you turn yep. is mechanical and. It can it can be replaced, whereas the boards, yeah. like uh, a flat screen TV, is another one that yeah. saying that uh, the new ones, if it if it quits working, go buy a new one. Mm-hmm. Don't even bother trying to get it fixed because ordinarily, the boards that go in that that run those touch buttons uh, are just not made for that long. You can't replace them. And if you can replace them, it costs you as much as a new new unit anyway. So, yep. you know, we're in throwaway society, which is going to really put the pressure on recycling stuff. Like Randy was saying a while ago about uh, let somebody else have your old appliance if you just want one that's got the right styling for your tastes. Sure.
1: Oh, for sure, for sure, uh, Bill. I do want to say though, you know, what, going back to your water filter before we completely change it, uh, I don't want to mislead anyone. And and being that a lot of refrigerators will have some kind of light indicator on them when the filter go, gets bad, if you will, gets gets clogged up. Um, and, and another, you know, again, I don't. It depends on the manufacturer of the refrigerator. Um, but uh, if you get cloudy water, poor tasting water, um, uh. Maybe water, like you said, sort of that poor water flow. That those are good signs to know that you can change it out. If something
2: doesn't seem right, then it's probably not. Yeah,
1: but again, I would check and see. A lot of them have some kind of little LED, you know, some kind of light indicator. Um, yeah I say that the New Orleans. Uh, some kind of light indicator. Just,
2: that's case in point. Yeah. So. Yeah all right well it looks like it's about that time so yeah appreciate it
1: man thanks a lot thanks for calling nice to hear from
2: you Hey guys y'all y'all stay dry stay a little late and, and wait the rain
1: out yeah maybe some of us like dancing <laughs> here man. here appreciate what you do thanks buddy good luck to you thanks for calling give us a call eight two eight two six two one five six seven. 262 1567 um you know i don't know i, I was reading this randy and, and it was talking about you know can water filters make you sick or can an old filter make you sick? And I think the biggest concern is it's it's uh, the older the filter, you know, if a dirty filter just isn't taking those contaminants out. No. And, and I think that's what, uh, that's to me, the I think this is the biggest concern, is not, the, you know, re- rather than the bacteria, but, uh, which I guess is very possible too. Anyway, we'll take a break. We'll come right back right after this. <laughs> right all about home construction here on wata again give us a call 828-262-1567 appreciate all of our callers and bill thank you and uh, all the other callers that called here in the breaks we appreciate you guys too so uh thank you so much and talking a little bit about kitchen appliances you know we talked a little bit about refrigerators uh briefly talked about um dishwashers there and you know dishwashers are a whole nother cool technology in itself you know it's uh uh it's again being more efficient but one thing that we think of when we think of dishwashers is the noise you know more and more we want a quiet dishwasher
0: and that's the reason the cycles are longer Mm -hmm. but they still only use four to six gallons per load right you know so i guess they would use more on the uh fill up side you know on that that cycle it depends on the cycles i guess because i like me and Terry's talking about my my dishwasher takes three hours to wash yeah. wash dishes, but it's real quiet.
1: So, I've installed a dishwasher. I'm I'm sure you have too, and I've never understood that little, like the the insulation, the little like blanket insulation on it. That's it, just, it's the, just but, but it's just so flimsy. Like it's like no. But wonder. it does
0: what it's supposed to do, yeah. and it's not. One to hold down noise, and it, when you have the high heat on, mm-hmm. on it, which they, you know, it was recommended to me that before you run any cycle of dishwasher, turn your hot water on your faucet, so the water
1: you're already getting
0: you're hot. already getting hot water to go in it, so it doesn't cost you so much money to heat that water that's inside it. Oh, I never thought
1: of that.
0: So, good idea, I thought.
1: Yeah. I never really thought about it that way.
0: Because you know, most time your dishwashers are close to your sink. Right. And but I really you know, I really like the heat cycles uh, that they have. A lot of people just go ahead and wash them with the detergent. Well, the detergent does a good job, but you actually need the heat to kill the bacteria.
1: Well, one thing, too, that I noticed is, is a lot of people, because, uh, you know, it's just, just being around, a lot of people don't clean out their filters of, the roof, of their dishwasher like they should. No. Um, you know, and, and food particles get caught down in there, and, and even those that clean it out, that you know, uh, I don't know about every single dishwasher, but most dishwashers I've ever messed with have some kind of filter that comes out, and you can take that filter out and, and dump it out and rinse it out and clean it off.
0: Well, we're still a uh, a rinse family. Mm-hmm. I like, I take all my silverware and I put it in a cup of water mm-hmm. and put a little detergent in there, so I guess I'm pre cleaning. Yeah, and wash my plates off and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and because uh, you know bacteria will build up in them,
1: right. Well, and again, this is going back to those on, on, you know, off not on city water, but on wells, is you, you get that buildup of that that uh, scale.
0: Scale, yeah. You know, it's right? in any water.
1: Yeah. Um, but a good thing, I was reading a cool thing. A more, I
0: guess it's more in hard water, isn't it?
1: Yeah, usually. Um, but I, I was reading a thing a while back about uh, using vinegar, and you take... I don't remember now if it was a full cup or, or what, but basically you put a you put vinegar in the in the container cup or whatever, and uh, set it on the top shelf of the refri- of the dishwasher, uh-huh. and then run a, a cycle through it with hot water, and it'll uh, it'll slowly kind of that vinegar will kind of slowly splash out and spread around, and it'll it'll help take some of that scale off. your It will. Um, and, but one thing I've been doing, and again I you know I got. I got kids, and it makes a difference. But one thing I've done, not too long ago, last week actually, was took the uh, you know the the, sp- the spray jet part. I took those apart. Like you can um, on mine anyway, you can unscrew it and they just pop off. And I actually took them off and took a little little brush and uh, clean them off. And, you know, got them good. Made you
0: know, them spray better.
1: Um, and it made a huge difference because there was just a little bit of buildup of stuff and gunk and junk that uh, I noticed. The, the jets weren't quite spraying once you poured once I was cleaning it I realized how clogged i guess you'd say they right? well
0: don't take much now you know food food particles uh will break down yeah. the vegetated food particles but right. the meat particles won't yeah. and well, uh,
1: my problem in my house is my kids eat a lot of rice and it seems like there's always every time i clean out the the drain the part the filters there's there's always at least one piece of rice in there
0: well, you know what? There you go. Your dog's not doing your job uh, cleaning the plates.
1: <laughs> hey, don't be talking about Carson that way. <laughs> thanks for listening to us. We'll be right back. That's right. All about home construction here on WATA. And again, thanks to all of our listeners out there. And... uh well, all right. So we talked about dishwashers. We talked about refri- uh, refrigerators. Golly, this
0: is—you know—this show's face. We it's, might have to. Do. I
1: know, I know. So let's um, let's talk about probably my favorite appliance. Well, I like my refrigerator too, but my favorite appliance in in uh, my kitchen is
0: <laughs> your air fryer.
1: Okay. Well, that's my new favorite. My new favorite. But before that, and and the one I still probably use the most is my microwave.
0: Oh, uh-huh. good microwave. Well, you know a microwave can do a lot of stuff. You just have to know how you use it. You just
1: got to know how to use it. You cook potatoes in the microwave.
0: You, you know, I never could stand a wrinkled potato.
1: Just eat it, dude.
0: Well, I know, but I just you don't couldn't. like
1: mashed potatoes.
0: Well, you I do, no but way I, way what I'm saying eat. is, if you bake a potato in the microwave, it comes out wrinkled.
1: It does, but how long does it take you to make a microwave potato? <laughs> Versus a big stove potato. Think about that. How big's your stove?
0: Oh, it's big. How, I much, see, money, my, how
1: much energy? Talking about energy efficiency. See, now
0: hold on here. Now, my my stove's a convection oven, so I save energy by the convection part because it cuts down on the cooking time.
1: But when you're cooking one potato no. in the stove.
0: But you know how I am about food and I experiment a lot. Oh, that's fine. And Chuck brought some cases of coffee and it had these monster coffee filters. Mm-hmm. So I take his coffee filter, take two of them and saturate them with water and roll my potato in it and put it in the microwave, it stops it from wrinkling. Really? Yeah. All
1: right. We'll try So
0: I'll try I mean but you know, you know it's gonna be a time. You know, I'd rather use the microwave for popcorn and and uh one of my trade secrets I'll tell y'all is lobster tails are the best thing you ever eat come out of a microwave. There you
1: go. I didn't know that.
0: A six hundred watt microwave will cook one, a four ounce tail in two minutes and thirty five seconds.
1: Not thirty six
0: seconds, thirty five seconds. That's right. Uh, and I, and we used to go deep sea fish in Panama City. Uh huh. And the first mate down there, he, he, you know, you're you know, fish. You're only allowed so many fish. Yeah. But the thing about it is, is, he'd fillet fish out and cook them in the microwave for us, and fresh fish. Out of a microwave, you have to eat with a fork and a cracker, cause it falls apart.
1: Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Well, while we're talking about our, our microwaves, what um, what's your thoughts as a as a contractor? What you know, guy that that's been in lots of remodels. What's your thoughts of the the built-in for microwaves versus the countertops?
0: Uh. I'd rather have the built-in because now, you now you're doing two things, all right? It's above your stove. You have a hood vent in it. You can actually vent it out the top just like a regular one and take it on out through your roof. You never want to take them out through your soffit, okay? Or, you know, they have the filter, and you can turn it back into the house. And, uh, you know, as far as an Energy Star home, you generally don't have a hood vent that goes to the outside. Because that allows cold air to oh, come yeah. back in. But you have to wash your filters more often, you know, if you do that. Sure. And I was watching uh, a uh, commercial-wise down at the coast this last weekend of a company now that has a hood vent-like cover that will snap on the bottom of your microwave that sticks it out about another eight inches so it catches all of it. <laughs> and Interesting. You can, and you can take it off and wash it. Yeah. And but i just prefer a microwave above
1: I, I that like way you've them, got you yeah. got
0: more counter space at home
1: I, I i agree i just uh i know i know a lot of people don't like them they don't
0: but most of them are a thousand watt right. okay and then they're saying here that the 600 to 800 watt is are gross. more energy efficient than a thousand watt because the amount of power they use
1: makes sense i, I just always on microwaves i've always thought bigger is better
0: yeah well it just depends on what you're doing i guess and uh you know, I've watched uh, chefs cook chicken in microwaves.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But you have to wrap the bones and the end of the wings with aluminum foil.
1: In a microwave? Yeah. You don't put aluminum foil in a microwave.
0: Aluminum foil won't splatter as long as it, it doesn't have any square edges on it. What? Yeah.
1: You don't put aluminum in a microwave?
0: Well, they do it. It can run it. But I don't. Uh, we have some antiques. I
1: put aluminum in my microwave today and I... <laughs> And I see a bunch of sparks flying. I'm going to call you. Don't you worry.
0: Okay. Well, we got we got some dishes at home. Yeah. Little saucers and plates. We put a saucer in there. I didn't think nothing about yes, it. Yes, I've done this before. And it has the gold, gold paint I've, around I've the edges, and you can watch before. it go, bing,
1: bing, bing, bing. I've bang. done that before. All right, here, here's uh, uh, all, the, all the kids, close your ears on this one. Uh, here's, here's a cool trick to do. Um, which you don't see CDs like you did. You know, Back in the day, you remember you used to get those free AOL CDs all the time? Yeah. you know, you'd get a billion of them and pass them out. Put it in the microwave for about three seconds. It's the coolest looking thing ever when it comes out. Really? Yeah, it sparks everywhere. And, uh, <laughs> it smells pretty bad. So everybody, open your ears up, don't do it again. Um, but I'm just saying, if you ever found yourself doing it, it's really cool. It
0: smells. No, I'll pass. It
1: smells and it makes a lot of sparks, and you're probably going to catch your house on fire. So I'm not recommending it. But,
0: you know. Well, you know I'm a food scientist, anyhow. So.
1: Well, but that's that's the cool thing about microwaves, though. Is, I mean, it's just microwaves are cool technology when, when you realize how they are. But they're dangerous if you ever take one apart. Don't don't ever take one apart.
0: Well, no, they they discharge now. You know, ever since about 2006, the capacitor has to discharge automatically. Well, I didn't realize. And uh, but the magnetron, right. And it is you know these people are doing this art with the magnetron, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are getting killed. And
1: that's what, yeah.
0: Because of the amount of voltage it puts yeah. out, there's enough voltage that comes out of a magnetron that you can build an electric welder with it.
1: I didn't know you could build a welder. But that's I knew it was a lot, but that's pretty cool.
0: And that's pretty cool. Just like my dad said, watch this, and he took a little small yeah three thirty second welding rod. And welded with a battery charger. That's cool. You can't, you can't, it's got to be real small and it, it's got to yeah. be a pretty good sized battery charger, but That's cool. my, microwaves were invented, you know, uh, Radar. to cook anything in. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, they, they, they were discovered for, uh, as a mistake. I mean, you know, there was, they were, they were looking at radars and, and technology and the guys, yep. the guys, uh, the whole famous story about his chocolate bar and his pocket melted.
0: Yep. Sure was.
1: I want to know why you have a chocolate bar in your pocket anyway.
0: Well, maybe he's diabetic.
1: Maybe, but I just eat it.
0: Or maybe he just had a sweet tooth.
1: Maybe. But, you know, the world's coolest kitchen gadget was found out because of that. So there we are.
0: Well, and like I said, I got him on his second thing was his air fryer. If you're going to buy an air fryer, make sure you buy a good air fryer. They do work.
1: I like, we've got the little bitty one, and, you know, mine's a smaller one, and it's honestly too small for my size family, um, but, you, are right, you, you ready, for this, ready for the last few seconds, ready, the, the coolest, the, uh, the, the trick, or the food that I've been eating a lot of in the air fryer lately,
0: yeah,
1: and, and I love a good chicken wing, don't get me wrong, but they got these cauliflower bites that you can buy, and I like cauliflower, nothing like that in the air fryer. Crunchy. Mm.
0: I got a text from a, uh, uh, a person said, No, cook your potato halfway in the microwave and finish in the oven. It's great. Half time.
1: Yeah, I like that. Okay. Hey, I'll try it. I'm well, not going to try the aluminum foil.
0: Nah, well,
1: I just don't trust you.
0: I don't either, but that's how they do chicken in the microwave.
1: All right. Thanks for listening to us. It's been fun. I don't know how we. We didn't get through the whole list. Maybe we'll have to finish it up sometime. All right. Thanks for listening to us, guys. Randy, thanks for coming back.
0: Come see me next Saturday at breakfast, 7 to 10. That's it, next Saturday.
1: And then don't forget about 2 o'clock today.
0: VFW, uh, excuse me, Vietnam Day.
1: That's it. Well, thanks a lot, Randy. Have fun. We'll see you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast all about home construction, our show airs live on WATA Radio in Boone, North Carolina every Saturday morning. Check out our Facebook page, All About Home Construction. Leave your tips and comments there. Also, subscribe, like, and share this with a friend.